Welcome to Healthy and Happy. I'm your host, Jamie Staker. I'm a mother of two boys. I have a lot of energy, and I love to use it by doing HIIT workouts, less Mills programs, and dancing. I'm a certified personal trainer and a certified health coach. I'm here to help you understand physical health in all of its aspects and add mental health to your awareness so you can make choices that improve your physical and mental health, giving you your most happy, healthy life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 12, The Powerful Impact of Body Neutrality. My intention today is to help you understand that your worth has nothing to do with what you look like and also help us change the chatter in our brains. I've chosen this topic because many of us have a very complicated relationship with our bodies and with food and these thoughts can consume us and and for many of us take over our lives. So I want to help us understand this concept of body neutrality, what it teaches us, what it means. Some specific topics we'll talk about today are our body neutrality and body positivity, kind of hashing out what are the differences, how are they like and how are they different, what do they mean. We'll talk about how our image drives our worth today in our society. We'll talk about what body neutrality teaches us, some elements of body image and a body image scale, and then we'll top it off with some practical applications. So we're going to dive deep today. I hope you guys just sit back, have an open mind. In the end, it's your choice, right? Obviously, I want you to believe what you want to believe and adopt whatever concept really fits you. Like I said, we're going to talk about body positivity today too. Um, So yeah, let's get right in. All right, the first topic I wanted to talk about is about how it drives our worth. I think it's, I think the reason that drives our worth for many people is because society gives such enormous significance to physical attractiveness and beauty in a way that leads us, that's women and men, to believe that our worth or value is directly determined by what we look like. And this is disgracefully incorrect. You guys do not fall for this. Do not let yourself be swept away by the notion that you have to live up to some standard of worldly beauty, okay? Your worth has nothing to do with your outward appearance, okay? I love the the phrase, beauty may attract the eye, but kindness captures the heart. I love that because it's so true and it's not the normal message that we receive. You know, the message is, oh, you have to look like this. You have to look like that. You have to buy this product and you have to, and guys, it's hard. I'm not speaking because I have conquered this completely. It's something that's hard for me, but I hope that if we all work together in shutting out all the talk about our bodies and our appearance, that that we little by little can make an impact on on our society. And especially in our little worlds, you know, with our specific friends and families and communities. So I fall for it too. We'll talk more about some examples in a bit, but I've read up on some studies and we spend, there's lots of different numbers, but we just spend crazy amounts of time and money on our makeup, on our hair, on anti-aging products, on aesthetic surgeries. Some people starve themselves. Like, why do we do all that we do for beauty? Like, ask yourself, why, why do I spend the time and the money that I do on my physical appearance? Now, let me go ahead and say, it's not all bad, guys. Like, 
obviously there are some pros and cons to looking good. Some of your pros might be, well, I feel more confident when I get fixed up. Heck yes, dress for success. I totally believe in that. And I would add that as someone who's been in in leadership and in management for, I don't know, 15-ish years, I know that I'm not going to hire someone that doesn't have good hygiene or, I don't know, that looks like they showered in a dumpster before they came in. I mean, obviously, like, they're are reasons to look professional and to look good. And and it definitely does give you confidence when you're fixed up. So that's one really good reason. Another good reason I've heard is I respect my body enough to take care of it. Absolutely do it. A third reason that I've heard, um, specifically with makeup, I love to do my makeup. It's my passion. Well, great. If it's your passion, like, yes, definitely continue to do that. We need to do the things that bring joy into our lives. So I hope that as I go through today talking about body neutrality, I I don't want to send the message that, hey, we don't need to look decent, professional, good, feel confident, all those things. Like, no, absolutely, I believe in those things. In fact, part of my job as a health coach is helping people lose weight, helping people get healthy. You know, that's a large part of what I do because being unhealthy or overweight, it can have some seriously undesirable consequences like you know poor quality of life or short lifespan and most of us want to have the energy we need to play with our kids or we want to live long enough to see them have kids and hopefully be healthy enough to enjoy time with our grandkids okay I've coached people who have made significant changes to their health so that they improve their quality of life immensely this one guy I'll just tell you real quick I coached him, and before he joined me, he was super sedentary. I'm talking like drove to work, sat at a computer for eight hours, drove home, sat at his computer for five more hours, and then went to bed. And that was his life for years. He was overweight, his knees hurt, and just getting up to get a drink, just getting up off the couch to get a drink wasn't worth the energy and the pain that he knew he'd experience. But after working with me, he lost over 50 pounds. He feels that weight off his knees. Like his body, he loves to just walking even is so much easier. So his knees no longer give him that big trouble. He enjoys exercise now. Never in his life did he enjoy exercise, but he does now. And he often goes mountain biking. He's picked up this awesome new hobby. And he goes, you know, sometimes he goes alone. Other times it's with friends or family. But the point is his quality of life has improved immensely, immensely. So like I said, it is important that we are healthy and and in shape and able to have that quality of life that we want, okay? So I just hope that you don't think I'm trying to say we don't need that, okay? So when we talk today about body neutrality, I just wanted you to understand that it's, it's about understanding that your worth has nothing to do with what you look like, okay? So... Back to the con. The common, like the most common con that I hear is some version of this. Well, I feel like if I wasn't pretty or if I didn't keep up with the standards of of beauty of our day, my husband would blank. Whether that's my husband would leave me, he would become addicted to porn, etc. Well, as a coach, my first question is, have you asked him that directly? Or... Are those just the thoughts you have created in your brain, which have led you to certain emotions, which have then led you to certain actions that you currently take around your outward appearance? It's just some food for thought, okay? Just let that simmer for a second. 
But those are some pros and cons. Good reasons for focusing on our beauty and maybe some not great ones. Now, next I want to move into the definition. Okay, what is, we're finally going to get to talk about body neutrality here. Okay, what is the definition of body neutrality? I just Googled it, got the one off of Healthline because I loved it. Love it, love it. So verbatim, it says, your body contains all the vital organs that keep you alive and functioning. It also contains your heart, mind, and spirit. Aspects that drive personality and self-identity, making you the person you are. Body neutrality promotes acceptance of your body as it is, encouraging you to recognize its abilities and its non-physical characteristics over your appearance. Love that. Also love this. It says the view, body neutrality, it aims to decentralize the body as an object by challenging the myth that the way you look drives your worth. It also creates room to step back from body conversations in general. That may be my favorite part is like, let's just step back from body conversations in general. Can we just step back and not talk about our bodies all the freaking time, not post about our bodies all the time. Let's just talk about something different. Okay. That's what body neutrality teaches us. Okay. Let's go into a couple other things. Body neutrality teaches us body neutrality pushes on the concept that beauty is essential or that heaven sakes, or that it's like the (laughs) ultimate accomplishment of a person's life or a sign of their worth. Okay. Body neutrality doesn't require you to love your body. I think that's interesting. It's about, it's about knowing how you feel about yourself has nothing to do with the way you look. Body neutrality is about functionality instead of beauty. So when we step into body neutrality, we realize that our body is the vehicle through which we experience life. So emotion, taste, smell, love, and passion, the unconditional love we have for our children, laughter. I mean, it's, it's a functional tool. That's what body neutrality teaches. Okay. And the last thing that it teaches is that no one is going to love every part of themselves. I promise. Then that shouldn't be the goal anyway. Okay. Body neutrality talks about how your self-worth shouldn't be tangled up in whether or not you love your body. Okay. And you might think, Let's give an example here. You, you might think that you look at someone and say, man, his or her body, his or her outward appearance is just perfect. I'd love to have their body. There ain't nothing she could possibly want to change about his or her body. But go ask him or her, I dare you. I freaking dare you. There is definitely at least one thing that everybody doesn't like about their body. And what body neutrality says is that that's okay. You know, it's, it's not trying to make you fall in love with the shape of your body, which you hate. It's just trying to say, hey, this is the shape I am and that's okay. Let's, let me, let's go to body positivity so you can kind of see the, the difference here. Okay, so body positivity challenges the beauty standard by putting forth adverse body types, sizes, and shapes. So this leads you to accept yourself as you are, but it still buys into the concept of being beautiful. So it's like, I accept myself because my body is beautiful rather than I'm at peace with my body. And I accept that, you know, it functions and it does for me what I need it to do. Okay. So this version, this body positivity, 
This version of body image makes you feel like you have to love your body as it is rather than simply being at peace with it. So I think in body positivity, the middle ground gets missed. This is kind of my opinion, but I, it seems like everything has to be so extreme. Like, like if we're body positive, we have to stand up and shout it from the rooftops. I love my stretch marks. I love my scars. I love being overweight or, you know, maybe they would say, I love being fat, you know, fat's the best. But even though it's positive, I feel like it's still the same conversation wrapped up in a different bow because it still makes us come back to our physical appearance. Isn't that interesting? I remember reading that and thinking, oh, that's what it, that's what it is. That's what I hate about it is that sure it's positive, but it still makes us come back to our physical appearance. And I'll be honest, Years ago, when I discovered body positivity, I was all for it. I was like, oh, good. You know, I can love my super wrinkly stomach (laughs) that has come from carrying my two children. I have a very short torso. I carried my children very far out and my stomach stretched like crazy. And so I have these wrinkles and I was just excited to just love them, you know, like just be all for them. But it still got me thinking about my body. And that's the part that just for me personally, I didn't like. So continuing on (laughs) with body positivity. So what I think, what I'm trying to say is instead of, you know, plastering all over social media or wherever in your conversations or wherever, our weight accomplishments and our new hair color and our new shirt and our new, why can't we instead post things like celebrating what we learned? Things like, hey, I learned this today. I really love this. Or or posting about something that we accomplished at work or in the home or talking to people about someone who served you and this is what they did and it was awesome or this is how I served somebody and this is how it made me feel promoting people to do that more, you know, to pass it pass it on, pay it forward, right? Like I'm just saying, let's talk about something that adds value, something that focuses on things of a greater value, right? Because... Here's, here's kind of an extreme example, but here's an example. If we were at war or some catastrophic event took place and we were back to like stone age times. Okay. Have you seen the movie, The Crudes? Let's pretend we're back there. <laughs> I think that movie's hilarious. So I promise if that happened, we, we would be forced to get back to the basics. Okay. Taking care of your family would be number one. We would try to serve others and work together, working hard to produce and provide for our families. We'd become big again. Like we would come to realize what things are truly worth taking the stage of our mind. And maybe this happened to some of you right at the beginning of COVID, right? Did you kind of have this, we're in fight or flight mode and we got to only do what's necessary. And, you know, we, we literally did shut down anything that was unnecessary. And so maybe you've had a tiny taste of this already, but why, why couldn't we just, this is what I ask myself, why not make the change now? Why not start focusing now on helping others and on like things that bring us together as humans and help us develop our character? Why, why isn't that the focus of our world? It could be guys, but it's up to us. It's up to us to change what takes the stage in our minds. So when you are talking with friends and you're bringing up conversations or you're posting, whatever it is, I want you to ask my, yourself, why am I doing this? 
does it align with what I want to be known for or with what I want my children to focus on? Is what I'm focusing on really important enough that I would want them to make that the focus of their lives? And if it's not, maybe you make a change. Maybe that is your action item from today's podcast is making a change with what you think about and talk about and post about and communicate with others about. Okay, so that was my example. Sorry, it was war. It was a big example, but let's get back to the difference between body positivity and neutrality. So body positivity is a movement wherein we are led to believe that no matter what our body looks like, it is beautiful. Which, by the way, is fine. I think there's a place for that in the world. I love it. Like I said, I was super into it for a while, and I haven't completely lost that. I I love that we have, I guess we call them plus-size models. They're just models, right? But plus-size models. Like, I love that we can represent each body type and shape. I truly do see space for body positivity in this world. Okay. And then summing up body neutrality, it's more of a therapeutic approach, which encourages us to dial down the enormous significance that society gives to physical attractiveness and beauty. So if I were going to like sum it up in Jamie's words, I would say it's almost like body positivity is true and body neutrality is truer. In other words, all bodies are beautiful, but do we have to talk about it all the time? That's like how I would sum up how I feel about all the talk about bodies and body neutrality and positivity. So bodies are all beautiful, but do we have to talk about them all the time? Aren't there things of a greater value we could do and talk about? Okay, so let's move on to body image elements. Okay, I want to talk about the elements of body image so that we can understand what it is that we tend to do in order to love our bodies and why that alone doesn't work. Okay, so the four elements of body image first is perceptual. This is how we see our body. So for example, when we want to love our body more, usually we say, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose weight or I gotta tone up this part or maybe I'll just get that, I don't know, nose job or whatever. We, we change our external shell, right? But if you've noticed, changing your external shell doesn't make you love your body more always. It doesn't change your body image. And you'll discover why as we talk about the next three elements, okay? So element two is cognitive. This is how you think about your body. Y'all, did y'all know that studies say that 91% of women don't like their body? 91! Goodness! I think that number could easily be higher. I mean, like, truly, it's probably higher. But that's what studies say. 91% of women don't like their body. So cognitive body image is about how you think. It's your self-talk. It's kind of right now, ask yourself, what's the narrative in my brain? What most often am I thinking about my body? Is it positive? Is it negative? What are these specific thoughts that I say to myself over and over? That's your cognitive body image. Number three is effective. Your effective body image is how you feel about your body. So as a health coach, I teach people that our thoughts create our emotions. So bad thoughts about your body will lead to a lot of negative self-talk. And guess where negative self-talk leads us? To our fourth element, behavior. Behavioral body image is the way you act 
as a result of how you see, think, and feel about your body. You see how this all comes together? So our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions drive our actions. So for example, maybe you don't take care of your body because you feel you aren't worth it because of thoughts you had in your head about not being worth it, okay? Or maybe you won't invest in your health because, so that's the action, because you feel you're too far gone or aren't worth it because of thoughts you've had in your head. So I took it backwards there with the act, the emotion, and then the thoughts. Because if your self-worth is low, your investment in yourself will be low. That's a quote by John Maxwell, but he has a good point that a lot of us, so another quote from him, and I don't know it exactly, I don't know, I might butcher it, but he says something about a lot of us want our return of investment before making the investment. That might be verbatim, who knows, <laughs> but but we do, we want results before we're willing to invest, whether that means time or money or et cetera. But a lot of people I find that if their self-worth is too low, they won't even make they won't even take the first step. And that's truly sad because they're going to continue to want something that they're not even willing to give themselves, basically. Okay, so can you see how, when, as we learned about these four elements of body image, can you see how when we tell ourselves, well, once I lose weight, then I'll be happy. Then I'll love my body. Then I'll feel confident. Well, that's not all true. And I've seen it. This is why I became a health coach. Because when I, when we lived in Washington and I was serving as a health and fitness coach in my community, I had helped some people, a couple of clients in particular that I can think of to lose weight and they weren't happy. I was confused. I mean, they, they were happy. Of course, they, they were happy with the progress they had made and the weight they'd lost and how they were more energetic and feeling lighter and physically, you know, able to do things that they never thought that they would be able to do and maybe had never done. And, and so they were happy, but they did not have their mind right with their body image. And I hadn't learned about that at that time. So I was really confused and frustrated just as they were frustrated that they were still unhappy when we all thought, Oh, once you lose this weight, then you'll be happy. You know, we had fallen into that. And so that's what caused me to look into to health coaching. I, you know, I finally discovered health coaching and learned that I could teach people about their thoughts and how to manage their brain, how to develop habits. We talk about limiting beliefs. I mean, we talk about so many things in this program that I hadn't learned about before from my bachelor's in exercise physiology or from my personal training certificate. So I'm grateful. <laughs> this is going to sound bad. I'm grateful for their experiences because it led me to this thing that I really love and feel like it's kind of been the missing piece of the puzzle when it comes to health. So now that you understand the elements of body image, now maybe you can see why that statement is not true. Well, once I lose weight, then I'll be happy or confident or whatever. It's much deeper than that. Okay. So now let's talk about the origin of this potential unhappiness, which is our thoughts. Okay. And this can be explained with the body image scale. Okay. So we'll talk about that. Now, this is like a spectrum. Okay. The body image scale is like a spectrum and there are four, I guess, stages to the spectrum. First one is body violence. Body violence is when you engage in extremely destructive self-talk 
and therefore your actions are destructive. So it's things like things that are, you know, physically harmful to your body, things like starving yourself or binging and purging, expensive surgeries, things that physically affect your body. This is when you're in a stage of body violence, you might do those things. The next stage up on the spectrum is body hatred. This is when your mental chatter consumes your time and your energy. Okay, so you'll you'll take action. You'll still take action in this phase, but it's not dangerous. Okay, it's not dangerous. It's things like, okay, I'll diet, I'll exercise, but I'm not like harming my body. But once you leave this stage, you'll free your mind up and your energy up to concentrate on, you know, maybe better things in life, more important things, maybe your passions, maybe, I don't know, starting this business you've always wanted to start or focusing on your family a little better. I mean, it will free up your mind so much and your energy so much if you can get out of body hatred or even the body violence stage, okay? So the next stage is body neutrality. This is when most of your thoughts are coming from a neutral space. So more of your time thinking about your body is spent more on like the functions, how it functions for you. Like we talked about, it helps you move and helps you have emotion and love and laugh, etc. So in this stage, you do have thoughts about your, you know, negative thoughts about your body or, you know, wishing you had, you know, different things about your body, maybe that are like somebody else's, but you aren't consumed by these thoughts because you understand you know, well, a lot of things you understand that your looks don't create your worth and you understand that your body functions for you. You know, you have a greater understanding of body image. And so you're just not consumed with them. You can let these thoughts enter, but then you can just pass them away. Say, nope, I'm not going to entertain that thought today. Okay. And you enjoy your life beyond your body. Now, this is, I'm most familiar with this stage. This is where I feel like I am. I'll see people that I wish I looked like, or I'll think about things about my body that I don't like and be like, oh, I wish I could change that, but it doesn't consume me. I don't have to think about that all the time because I know that's not what my worth is, but, but I do, thoughts are always going to come. And I think even if you get to the fourth stage, I I personally, and this is what I teach people, I personally believe that our negative thoughts come from the devil. That's just what I tell people. And again, it's not gospel. It's not, I don't know how true it is. I just heard a quote from a religious leader uh, named Brigham Young. He said, if you ever have a bad thought about yourself, you tell it to go to hell because that's exactly where it came from. And I love that so much that it really has just like become a part of what I believe. <laughs> like I believe that the devil or Satan or whatever you want to call him, he wants us to not love our body. You know, he wants us to be miserable. And so kind of the way I see it is he puts these thoughts in my head and I get to choose if I want to entertain him or if I want to say, get out of here. Not worth my time. Again, not gospel, <laughs> but that's just how I see it. Okay. So the last stage, the fourth stage of the spectrum is body respect. So in this stage, you have all the elements of body neutrality. And then on top of that, you appreciate your body and engage with it as if it were your best friend. 
Okay, so Stephanie Dodier from the Beyond the Food show, this is this is what I loved hearing from her is that you engage with your body as if it were your best friend. I'd never thought of it that way. She also says that you in this stage you take care of your body for the future relationship you will have with it. Okay, super cool. This is where I aim to be. I want to think of my body as my best friend and kind of have the idea that hey, I'm going to take care of you. You know, we're going to exercise and we're going to put nutrient dense foods into our bodies because hopefully you and I are going to spend a long, (laughs) we're going to have a long relationship together. And I want us to feel good and healthy and energetic and and be able to just live our best life together with you, my best friend. (laughs) I don't know. I thought it was cute. So body violence, body hatred, body neutrality, and body respect. These are the four stages of the scale. And I love, I love it. And I hope that you can see where you're at currently and where you'd like to go. What stage would you love to be in? So if you're realizing, oh my gosh, my thoughts do often revolve around my body or, or yeah, I, I do associate my worth a lot with what I look like. And I'm realizing maybe that's not true, right? If you're ready to get out of that pattern and make a transformation, I do have an online program. It's an online course coupled with laser coaching. It's called Win in Your Mind, Win in Your Life, and it's for you, okay? The lessons are video format, so no reading. You know, I guess when I say the word course, I hope you don't automatically think, ugh, reading books, no way. Because it's not, it's video format. And then I have laser coaching so that I can support and hold you accountable and make sure that you succeed. I'll post the link in the show notes so that you can preview the course curriculum if you're interested. But just wanted to let you know there is a way out of the hole you might feel like you're in. Okay, there is a way out. Okay, in closing, I wanted to drive home two points. Okay, we've talked about body neutrality, body positivity. You can choose what belief system you want to adopt. We've talked about the body image scale. Now I just wanted to drive home two points. Okay, your worth as a human doesn't have to be earned, gained, or worked hard for. You are born worthy. Let that sink in, please. You are born worthy, okay? Now, that's not to say that we don't have things to work hard for inside and out, right? But your worth as a human, you're born with it, girl. You got this. Or boy, <laughs> okay? So... And what what I why I wanted to bring this up is because I think it's interesting that we that we do this at all, you know, that we define ourselves by our looks and we don't do that to other people, right? Like we don't choose our friends or judge our friends if they're overweight or if they don't have the perfect hair or beautiful lashes. I mean, we don't judge them like that. We don't choose them like that. We choose our friends because of how they make us feel or how they, you know what? Here's what I did. I'm going to just go for it because there there are five friends that I have that I just love. And I want to tell you why I love each of them so that you can see how truly we don't define others by their outward image, but by their character. Okay. So I picked these five friends. They're all very different looking, you know, on the outside. They're also very different, but here's why I love each one of them. One, friend one, she 
has so much energy. I love her energy. She's so goofy, so fun. I mean, I would love to hang out with this girl every day. This is why I love her. Friend two, I love that she helps me. She serves me. She serves others constantly. She she gives me awesome ideas and we share often about each other's lives. So I, I mean, I know her very well. She knows me. We know each other's lives. We're, we're in it to win it, man. I love this girl. She means a lot to me. Friend number three, I love that she listens without judgment. So I know I can tell her anything. I can go to her with anything and know that she's not going to judge me. She, she just tries to help, just tries to give a listening ear or, or advice or whatever it is that I come to her specifically telling her that I need. <laughs> she, just, she always listens without judgment. I love that about her. Friend four teaches me something every time we talk. Oh, I love being with her. She asks me good questions. She asks me about my relationships. She just makes me think. And she introduces new concept that I, concepts that I hadn't previously heard of. I just love her. I love being with her. Okay, friend five. She cracks me up. I just love this girl because, oh my heck, I always feel so bubbly and excited during, after talk, during and after talking to her. Like, it just makes my entire day after having talked to her. She makes me feel so bubbly, so excited. So these are my five friends that, again, look so very different. But they mean so very much to me because of who they are. And that's what I'm trying, that's the point I'm trying to get across is that people love you for who you are and for how you make them feel. Okay. Point number two that I wanted to drive home is that being body neutral has no negative consequences. Cool, right? <laughs> the guy can try something new and nothing bad's going to happen. <laughs> Only good can come from it. So there are tons of studies out there on body neutrality, on body image, body satisfaction, etc., etc. And what they find though is that when you have a lot of body dissatisfaction, you create a lot of cortisol, the stress hormone. And having a lot of cortisol just deregulates your hormones. It leads to stress and anxiety and depression. And it's just straight up bad news bears. Just not, not great to have a lot of dissatisfaction around your body. So what can you do? Well, we're going to go into our practical application. But I did want to remind you that earlier we talked about being really conscious of what you're posting and what you're talking with people about and what, you're, what is the chatter in your own brain. Okay, is it about your appearance, whether it's negative or positive? Okay, whether these thoughts or conversations are negative or positive, if it's coming back to the body, let's just try to stop that. Let's just try to talk about what you learned or what an idea that maybe you've had that you've never tried to pursue. I don't know, just anything, guys. Let's talk about anything. Okay, so that's, that's an option for practical application but the one I have, I guess, officially <laughs> for you is to make a list. Now, I've heard this list called different things. And I thought, you know, these names for the list might hit you in a different way. So I wanted to just throw them out at you. Here's all the ideas. You could call this list a I got what they want list. It could be your top five character talents. It could be what I'm good at list, or it could be your valuables list. 
But in any case, what you're writing is things about your character that you love or that others love. You know, maybe you've gotten feedback about it before. Just reasons about your character of why people love you. Because too many people undervalue what they are and overvalue what they are not. But character is what matters most. Okay. So before I close up, thank you for putting up with me as I have spoken in this podcast and was wearing my Invisalign. (laughs) I haven't done that every time I record. I take them out because it makes me slur or not say words very very well. So I'm so sorry. I will never wear them in a podcast again. I promise I will not wear my Invisalign. So anyways, if you're ready to stop stressing about your outward appearance and ready to learn to manage your thoughts and find some peace around food and around your body, jump into that course I mentioned, when in your mind, when in your life, because your thoughts create your experience. And if you want a different experience, you've got to learn how to change your habits. Okay. So that's it, folks. That's body neutrality for you. If you loved it, share it. This is a message the world needs to hear more of. It does. This message needs to be loud and booming. So if you can think of some friends or family that you think could benefit from this message, share it. Okay? I love you all. Until next time, take care. Do you have a health coach? What could having a health coach do for you? My goal is to help each client learn to manage their brain so they can make choices that lead them to living their happiest and healthiest life. Most of us know the basics of what to do to be physically healthy, but knowledge does not equal behavior change. Behavior change comes when you understand your brain and implement methods that change your behavior and have a coach to support and hold you accountable. So are you ready to take the path of positive nutrition and positive habit change so you can start living your most happy, healthy life? Click the link below in the bio to learn more about this online course, Healthy Body and Mind Mastery Program, and get ready to live your most energetic, healthy, and happy life.